It's that time again. It's time for English and Coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's go. Okay, so this week here, as you guys remember uh, last week, I was talking about that big review I had coming up. That thing was crazy. Um, Sunday night, barely got any sleep. I was up getting files together, getting paperwork done, making sure all my I's were dotted, T's were crossed. Monday, didn't get out of the office till like 9 o'clock. It was just a grind. Tuesday, when the people finally got there, I was like somewhere between awake, sleep, comatose, just on another level. But I was able to pull everything together and <clears throat> say what I needed to say. Uh, we didn't have the interview until Wednesday, but um, it was just a lot of um, pressure because everybody was going through the files and all this crazy stuff. And then Wednesday, we went out and did some uh, job development. They wanted to shadow and see what kind of relationships I built with the employers. I mean, everything went good, but I mean, it was just a long grind. I said, okay, never again. We're going to make sure we have all this stuff done before, you know, the 12th hour. Because, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. But in the end, they ended up saying uh, we're one of the best teams in the state. So, I mean, that was pretty good uh, consolation, I guess, for all the hard work. <clears throat> Rest of the week, uh, typical, typical uh, supervisor took two days off. I said I was going to work the rest of this week, and then next week, take a couple days. I'll probably take Friday, and then I'll take that Monday. So I'll have a nice little four-day weekend, go out there and do some fishing. Um, I know I'm just jumping right into this, but why not, right? You guys already know the story. You know where I'm at. You know what's going on. So I went fishing today. <clears throat> you have to excuse me here. Got a little frog in my throat, I guess. But I went fishing today. Went down to this place called um, Aurora. Uh, lately, I've been going to Bath. I've been to Aurora before, but it's been a minute since I went down there. Went down there, caught a striped bass, um, got a couple bites, but nothing really serious. It was just nice to be out there on the water. Had a nice breeze, had a little shade. There was a couple bugs and things flying around, but nothing too serious. Ended up closing it out over there by the pier, um, watching some people on a jet ski. They were just shooting around. I guess the guy just bought it. He was bragging about it. He paid $1,000 for it and tweaked it and tweaked the motor. So he was just jetting up and down the bank. So wasn't nothing to see. But, I mean, it was just interesting because let's just say whoever was on it, I mean, those aren't the types of people you normally see on jet skis. But it was interesting. Still something to see. On my way home, I was uh, driving by a range, and I saw some horses out there. And I had a thought. I said, that's pretty crazy because horses are like six, 700, probably even 800 pounds. I don't know. They're just big, huge. But all they eat is grass. Well, all I've ever seen them eat is grass. So I'm like, how do you get that big eating just grass? So definitely got to do some research on that. And that made me think. At first, I was like, okay, well, today... Why don't we just come up with some strange, weird questions and just have a little question session? But then I thought about it. I said, <clears throat> well, there's nobody really here <laughs> for me to bounce these ideas off with. I mean, I could bounce them off with you, but I can't hear your replies. But if you know how horses get so big eating grass, please let me know. Either record a message or something like that. Just find a way to get the message to me uh, so I can get this answer. Because I'm like, horses eat grass and cows eat grass. They just graze. But how do they get so big? So I guess it's some genetic thing. Like they're going to be big anyway. So if they were just drinking milk, I guess it's as big as they would get. Or is it something in the grass? I don't know. It's interesting. 
but today I think we're going to get into a little bit of uh, storytelling. Uh, storytelling is definitely a way for you to exercise your English uh, learning or your vocabulary to see how far you've come with your language, um, telling personal stories, or sometimes just making up a story. I think sometimes just making up a story is even better because, you know, you just unlock the doors to your imagination and just free flow with it. So I think today I'm going to just tell a story off the top of my head. I don't know if it'll be a good story, it might be a crazy story, it might be silly, it might be good. Um, but who knows? Let's see what happens. So let's go ahead and take a short break and we'll get to the story. Okay, so I'm going to tell you how I'm going to start this thing because I think it's a good exercise for you. So all I've done is write down two um, unassociated statements or phrases or whatever you want to call it. I wrote, fell out of an airplane and won a million dollars. So fell out of an airplane is going to be the start to my story and won a million dollars is going to be the end of my story. That's how I'm going to finish it. So the rest of it, I'm just going to be making it up as I go. So let's go. Now, before I start, I want you to challenge yourself to see if you can make a story. Just write down some random start to your story and write down some crazy end and then just record yourself talking and see what you come up with. You'll learn about your vocabulary. You'll learn what you need to know if you come across a word or a statement that you don't know. I mean, I know English, so I mean, I can just go on about it, but um, I'll probably be doing the same thing in Russian, but um, not on the podcast, but, you know, for my own personal learning. But um, let's go. So one day I was up getting ready to do some base jumping with, not base jumping with some friends, but just skydiving with some friends. So we were up there about 20,000 feet and somebody gave me a parachute and I jumped out, jumped out of the plane, some falling. Um, I was looking at my watch trying to see what time it was. I didn't remember if I left the stove on or if I had to go to work today. I don't even know what was going on. So I'm just falling out of this plane, passing birds. I saw a couple pigeons, saw a couple seagulls. Um, I was almost going to hit the ground, but somehow I was able to swerve and land in the water. Once I hit the water, I, I somehow remembered how to swim, right? So I got in the water, um, luckily didn't break my neck. <laughs> this is a little harder than I thought, but whatever, break it. We're just rolling with it. Luckily I didn't break my neck. So went down about, I don't know, a hundred feet into the water, held my breath as long as I could. And then this mermaid came out of nowhere. She grabbed me, pulled me up to the surface. I was able to get some breath and then some dolphins came along and then they helped me get back to the coast. So it was crazy. So once I got to the coast, there was a war going on. There were soldiers, there was tanks, there was bombs going off, shrapnel flying everywhere. So I was crawling on my hands and knees through the sand trying to get to the jungle. And once I got to the jungle, there was this tribe of bush people there, right? And they were trying to shoot poison darts at me. So I was just running. It was crazy. My clothes were all still wet. But I don't know what happened. But once I got around this little tree after jumping over a log, I fell in this manhole. Once I was in this manhole, I crawled through this long tunnel. I mean, there was rats, roaches, and everything. It was just a real grimy, nasty place. And then I met this alligator. His name was Sam. Sam told me, if you want to get out of here, 
the best thing that you can do is eat through the tunnel. So I was like, how do you eat through the tunnel? He said, just use your teeth. So I spent 10 years eating through the tunnel, through this sewer water, through this nasty water, and then I fell through, ended up in China. It was crazy. Now, I don't speak Chinese, so I'm on the other side of the world now. And I'm just walking around trying to figure out what my next step is. People are walking up to me, looking at me like I'm confused. And I was confused because I didn't know where I was. I didn't even know what was going on. I just knew there was this story going on, and I was just going through the motions. So I ended up finding um, the embassy, and I asked somebody if they could help me get back to the States. I don't know how they did it, but by the grace of God, they gave me $15,000. I was able to get a plane, some fresh clothes, and a sandwich. I remember it was a ham and cheese sandwich, and I got a little bag of those Lay's potato chips. Uh, I got on the plane, flew. Some For some reason, the plane took me to Canada first. So I had to spend about, what, I don't know, two weeks in Canada just walking around, soaking up the culture. Um, got on another plane finally and ended up in Michigan. Once I got to Michigan, all was well, got on a train, went over to Detroit, and then I um, found this hitchhiker guy. Uh, it was in one of those little rest stops I stopped at. I found this hitchhiker guy, and we sat there and talked, and he was telling me about when he um, won a million dollars. I was like, how did you win a million dollars? He was telling me it was in a card game. I was like, I thought it was in a lottery where you got the money. He said, no, it was in a card game. I bet this guy everything he had, and all I had was a key. I told him the key was to Pandora's box. I said, okay, well, that's pretty interesting. So he gave me a few tips and tricks. So I said, I'll try that when I get back home. So somehow managed to find my way back to North Carolina. Got to North Carolina, went to the local 7-Eleven. I had $15 left in my pocket for my trip because that was a long trip from the other side of the world, right? Went there, took my last $15, bought a couple scratch tickets. So I'm sitting here scratching, 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 scratching. I hit one ticket for $500. Took that $500, went back in, bought 30 more tickets. These were, I don't know what, $5 tickets and uh, $1 tickets, so it was just a mixture. Bought a couple of tickets, scratched some more, won $15,000. Went back in. I remember I bought a uh, Mountain Dew a Pepsi, and a bag of cheese doodles. Went back home. It was a long walk because it was raining. There was dogs outside barking and cats in the street and people driving. It was crazy. Got home, scratched those tickets, went back in, found another ticket, scratched it, and I won a million dollars. Crazy, long, drawn-out story, but I was able to take it from falling out of an airplane to winning a million dollars. That's just an exercise. Something you can do. Who knows how crazy your story will be or where your story will start or where it will end. But I think that's a good little exercise. Something for you to try. It's not going to make any sense. I'm a native English speaker and mine probably didn't make sense. But it did make sense because it was linear. It had a flow. Um, but yeah, I encourage you to try that. Let's take a break because my brain just got to work out. <laughs> Since we're kind of all over the place today, let's take another second and have another crazy thought. If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
we're talking superpowers like Marvel, X-Men, DC Comics, you know, flying, levitation, turning people into inanimate objects, walking through walls, hearing long distances, Aquaman, Superwoman, Superman, Wolverine type stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. This coffee. I just finished eating a um a pizza. Well, ate half the pizza. Uh, now I'm drinking some coffee, putting that on top of it. Needed a little something extra to get through the rest of the day. It's still Saturday, so I'm still in the queue. Everything is good. But um, where was I going? Did I just forget my thought? Um, oh, superpowers. Yeah. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? I think for me, I've often liked um. Magneto. I don't know if you know who Magneto is, but it's the guy who bends metal. He controls metal, so he can just float across the world using the uh, magnetic force or whatever that's in the earth and all these different things and pick up cars with just his thought and his hands and move stuff around. And I think the only person that could stop him is like Xavier. But for me, I think my thing would be a superpower. I would like to be able to I don't know. I don't want to be like too destructive, but it would definitely be something destructive, but at the same time, cool. If I could just pick one. So, I mean, you can't fly and then blast fire rockets from your fingers. It's just got to be one thing. So, I think mine would probably be maybe, hmm, not going to say immortality because who wants to live forever? I mean, that would be boring. And at the same time, very sad because everybody you love would be dead. Uh, let's see. Maybe. Hmm. To go back in time. There we go. That would be my superpower. To go back in time. So, at the same time with that, it would almost be immortality. And then it would be the ability to go back and... And I couldn't change anything. I could just go back. So, let's just say you have a good moment. Right? You had a great birthday or the best day ever. Your kid was just born. And you just love that day. But you could just go right back to it and relive that experience over and over. I think that would be pretty good. Um, might get selfish after a while, especially like if it's a good Saturday night or a good time out uh, with friends. But, I mean, you could always just go back to that. But, like, relive it. So you could be, like, 80 years old and then just whoosh, go back to when you were, like, 23 or 15 or whenever you had a good time. That would be my superpower. What would yours be? If you could just do anything you wanted, you know, reach into a bag like Dora the Explorer or something and just pull out whatever you needed at that time or catch the biggest fish or write the greatest novel, um, ability to see the future. Well, I guess some people have that. They say there's psychics out there, but I don't know. I've never met a psychic, but I'm not going to say that they don't exist. I'm just going to say I've never met one. You know, a lot of times people sit here and just because they don't see something, can't prove something, they think it doesn't exist, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like that old um, proverb, I don't know if it's a Chinese proverb, but where, where they say, uh, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? Or does it make a sound? Or something like that. Um, you know, just one of those things that you just can't answer. You just either have to believe it or not believe it. But I think today is going to be a short one. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll see you in the next one.